Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Oh, much needed first cup of coffee. I spent a fair amount of time, pro not procrastinating, um, on delay mode this morning. But now I am driving in for a writer coffee, and I am I made myself a cup of my own home coffee to have on the way. Today is Thursday, August 8th. Um, it's been a busy morning so far, which is not my favorite thing, as longtime listeners know. I really like my uh, quiet mornings. But yesterday I hosted the uh, Read a Romance Facebook page with Bobby Dumas. I don't know if she says Dumas or Dumas. Anyway, August is the magic of books. So she had asked me a while back if I would host a day. Um, and I said, yeah, but it has to be, <laughs> it has to be during this week <laughs> because of my travel schedule, which is just crazy lately. And so it was my first time doing it and it was super fun. Got tons of engagement. I, I, Many of you may or may not know, but I am absolutely on public record as hating Facebook parties. Um, I really just don't like doing Facebook parties, mostly because I feel like they're an intensive amount of work for really no, very little return. Uh, but I think that's because a lot of people do Facebook parties now who don't necessarily have the, um, I don't know, the audience or the engagement or what have you. Sorry to turn on the AC because I put up the top for you guys so you could actually hear me. The sacrifices I make for you. Uh, but anyway, I, there was tons of engagement and only a few people that I knew from before. So that's ideal for authors. I, it's something I have explained on other occasions, but as much as authors like to do stuff for the readers, you know, it's like, yes, invite us to your conferences or to your various events, but for the authors, the, the primary reason to do stuff like that, my car is being a little bit hinky here, just think she's just been sitting a lot. The, the Jag really is funny about that. She... If she sits too long, she gets cranky. She likes to move. Move, baby. But anyway, the, the thing that authors want to get out of any event that they attend or put money or promo stuff to, towards is to reach new readers. I mean, that's, that's really all we want. You know, we don't necessarily expect... I don't know. We don't have expectations beyond that. But, you know, occasionally I'll participate in something where they'll then uh, put a lot of pressure on me to advertise to my readers, invite my readers. You know, they'll say, oh, well, you know, we need your readers to make this event go off, you know, so we really need you to be posting to them umpteen million times a day and this sort of thing. I mean, I've actually been told this, you know, we need you to send out a newsletter and include you know, encourage your readers to attend this conference. And, of course, from their perspective, I could see that. You know, that's that's great. 
you know, they, they want my readers to come to their conference, but that doesn't do anything for me. Why am I getting involved if I'm just already hitting up my same audience? So Facebook page stuff, I think, is fairly intensive because there are a lot of comments. And I really do try to reply to all comments. I, I feel like that's important. Uh, there are a couple of authors out there who, like I ping them on social media and they never reply to me. And I'm, I don't know, think highly enough of myself that I think that they could recognize that I'm another author and would be more likely to reply to me than to someone else. But And maybe that's not true. Maybe they're more likely to reply to a reader. But when they don't bother to reply to me at all, it really makes me wonder. So anyway, I do try to reply to comments. And if I don't, it's because I missed it. So I try hard not to miss things. So the Read a Romance deal was incredibly well organized. The Facebook page got tons of engagement, lots of comments. Um, I think I, I did four posts, which I liked that too. That it was an all-day deal, and I just had to do three to five posts, so that made it easier to keep up with comments. When you're having to do lots of posts and it's constantly sliding down the page, it could just get really um, kind of stressful, you know, because you're like, you feel like you're juggling a lot of balls. So I did four posts um, with five giveaways, two on one of them. And I think the, the post with the most engagement, where we talked about libraries and librarians because of the pages of the mind, that got um, nearly 200 comments last time I looked. And the, the least engaging one still got like 60 comments. So that's pretty awesome, huh? And, and I fun doing it. People were really enthusiastic. It was a good crowd. So anyway, one of the deals was it's because she's having a different author every day of the month that I needed to get in there and draw my winners before 9 a.m. or before 10 a.m. with Eastern time. Yeah, before 10 a.m. Eastern time. And I felt like, well, I'll try to get it done by 9 Eastern time, 7 my time. So that way I cleared the way for the next author, which was good because then Bobby messaged me and said that the next day's author um, posted early. <laughs> she wasn't terribly happy about that. Her rules are very clear and the rules work, work well so I can understand her being irritated when someone doesn't follow the rules. So anyway, I had to do that. I had to you know, contact all of the winners. Fortunately, um, Kareen the Magnificent uh, drew the winners for me in the middle of the night. Uh, it was easy for her to do during her day and had them ready for when I woke up. And so I just had to, to PM them all first because there is a, a Facebook scam that goes around where people look for winners and giveaways. Really, they're looking mostly for the gift cards, but they'll look for the winners and then they clone their account and contact the author and say, Oh, hi, it's Cindy Lou Who. Uh, please send my Amazon gift card to this email address. And then when the real Cindy Lou Who shows up, the gift card is already gone to the scammer. Pretty sweet deal for the scammers, I guess. So, 
I got that all tied up. So now I'm going in for a writer coffee. Yesterday I did post to the blog a little brief thing to the blog. being out in the garden and hanging with the kitties. I did finish all of the commenting notes on Fiery Crown. Which means, you guys know, I already got all the low-hanging fruit from my combined edits. Then I went through and I did all of the substantive additions that she had asked for. And you may have remembered that I was kind of waffling on what I was going to do after that. Well, I finished that semi-early yesterday, by early afternoon yesterday, which was great considering that I was like popping onto Facebook every hour and answering, replying to comments. I was very happy with how smoothly that went. I'm sure you guys can tell. I know I keep mentioning it, but like it's totally changed my mind about doing Facebook things like that before. I was so burned on those before. Ugh. Anyway, I just I went ahead and, and accepted all comments, made a reading document, sent it to my Kindle, and then I sat out in the Grape Arbor yesterday afternoon and just started reading it. And that was helpful. Um, it's definitely helpful to look at it on a different medium and to read it like I would be reading a book. So I got through several chapters and I think I might be able to get through the rest of the chapters today and tomorrow. We don't leave till Monday afternoon. So I have Lyra on Saturday and I think I'm going to go. I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little bit of pressure, you know, like to get stuff finished at the house and get packed. But I think I can probably make it to Lyra. We'll see. But <clears throat> even if I don't finish this read through and inputting edits, I'm just highlighting them on my Kindle or making notes on my Kindle and then going and putting them in the Word doc. But if I can send that to Editor Jenny before I go, that would be really great. That would be a load off. I did email some with Agent Sarah yesterday about the new Shiny, and we are going to go out on submission with it the first week of September. She said she just went out on submission with something else, and uh, the responses are very slow. Uh, pretty much, you know, I guess New York is pretty miserable in August. And anyone who can pretty much flees the city. So everybody's uh, gone to their house in the Hamptons or to lurk in their parents' basement. <laughs> somewhere, I suppose, depending on their means. So she said, but she wanted to go out early in September. And I come back from Ireland August 29th. So she's going to get those edits to me. I know she's had a whole bunch on her plate. And Sarah is amazingly fast. It's one of the things I love about her as an agent. I've had other agents who, um, you know, send stuff to them and it would just disappear, 
disappear into a black hole and they wouldn't get back to you for months and months and it would be for absolutely no good reason. Sarah is very good about keeping me apprised and I like that we can go back and forth and I can say, okay, here's my windows to work on this so no sense you know, killing yourself to get me edits if I can't even work on it because I'm going to be, you know, like on the lake at Coeur d'Alene. So, but I think she is going to try to get edits to me while I'm in Ireland. And I, I think I will try to work on them there. I, I'm finding that I don't mind that. I've, I've had a very nice break. Um, my well has been refilled. The edits on this this week have been going well on Fiery Crown. So I'm feeling pretty spunky in general. And I think there are worse things than like taking a couple of hours in a beautiful spot in Ireland to uh, do revisions on the new shiny, right? <laughs> David wants to do some fishing anyway. So, you know, like I have this image, you know, I talk about this, right? You know, like this, having the, the movie version of your life. But in the movie version of my life, I will be sitting in some romantic inn in Ireland where I will uh, be tapping away on the new shiny and writing down brilliant things as I'm influenced by the mists and magic of the mothership. It could happen. It could totally happen. So... Something else I want to talk about, and I'm almost to the coffee shop, so I think I may introduce it today and talk about it more tomorrow, but I'm very interested in this whole division between adult fantasy and YA fantasy and where it comes from. It's really an interesting thing to me. I also would love to get ahead of this slow green car, but... I don't quite have the space to do it. <laughs> oh good, the car in front of me is leaving. People are driving very slowly this morning. I'm also going in later. There may not even be any riders there anymore. They probably hate me because ostensibly it's 8 and now it's almost 9. Ostensibly we meet at 8 and right now it's almost 9. But you know... I do what I can. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to have to get over to the right. And there's this whole chain of cars to my right because I was trying to get around them. This is what I get for talking and driving. All right. Hang on a moment. While I, oh, good. This guy's going to be very slow starting up from the light. Oh, now he's speeding up because he knows I want to get ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. Screw you too. He didn't want to go until he figured out that I was going to try to get ahead of him, and then he uh, got all excited. You know how people are. Okay, there we are. Successfully navigating over to the right lane to make my right-hand turn. I know you're also relieved. So, anyway. Um, eh, and now we're having construction up here at my intersection. Okay, it's not bad. So... One of the early reviews, and I've seen, actually I've seen this in more than one of the early reviews of Orchid Throne, is people have said this is definitely adult fantasy, but with a YA vibe. And I'm wondering what it is about it that makes them feel like it's YA. And I, 
I'm really starting to wonder if when people say that it's YA fantasy instead of adult fantasy, if they're not recognizing that it is female-driven or has romance in it as opposed to, um, you know, being like boy fantasy, like Brandon Sanderson or adult fantasy meaning something like um, N.K. Jemison, you know, sort of the, the thick erudite type fantasy. It's really an interesting thing to me because I think I mentioned on here before that I was fascinated that some of my friends at Sephwa who write fantasy and science fiction have never heard of Sarah J. Moss who writes kind of YA fantasy. I mean, the Throne of Glass series is certainly YA fantasy. But um, I think A Court of Thorns and Roses is really not. It's, it's adult in many ways. You know, and this whole thing of, like, what is adult and what is YA has become very murky. You know, and I know at least my, my editor, Peter Senflaban at uh, Kensington, complained bitterly about people referring to YA as a genre. He would say it's not a genre, it's an, an age group. So, I'm just really interested in this. You know, like, why, when the awards go out, is it only for, you know, like, why doesn't Sarah J. Moss get awards? You know, is it because people think it's for kids, you know, for young girls, or is it because it's not considered socially aware enough? I'm fascinated by this idea. But now I'm here, and I'm going to go in. So I will cut this short, but I'm going to talk about this again tomorrow. So you all have a great Thursday. And, yeah, if you have ideas on this, comment them to me. and Because I'm going to talk about this more. I'm, I'm really interested in this whole thing. You all take care. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.